Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, and movie reviews. As always, this is your host, Tony, with... Nikki. Yes, buddy. How you been, bro? Chilling. It's Chilling? been kind of a weird, numb week, but otherwise... <laughs> numb week? What? I don't know. Like, it's not... I've, I'm good. I'm happy. It's just... I don't you know. Need, you need a hug, bro? No. Sure. It's like, more, it's like one of these weeks where it's like everything's kind of a fog, but it's still going well. I had same with me, but lack of sleep. That's parenthood, that's, buddy. That's parenthood. Yes. <laughs> First kid and adjusting to their having them adjust to our sleep cycle with adjusting to their sleep cycle because she only feeds every two hours, two to three hours. So between those two, three hours, she's either actively awake or she's if she's knocked out, I'm knocked out. Like I'll take my nap right with it but being a first-time parent i'm still paranoid so i still anytime i hear like a slight movement i wake up immediately and jump up to see but i'm getting better at it my wife is making me get better at it so <laughs> kudos to her <laughs> kudos baby but yeah so yeah no it's been like i said it's been just uh <laughs> it's been a good week it just it just feels like everything's going through in a haze yeah i i feel you i completely agree and Concur with your statement there, buddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's let's get into some topics. What do you got for All me, All right. Bro? So the first one was uh, we were super hyped or excited about having Mortal Kombat come out in two weeks, roughly, mm-hmm. around two, two and a half weeks, I think it was. So they just announced yesterday or the day prior that they are extending it for another two. It was like one, another two, week, was it? Another week or two weeks. So another week. Mm-hmm. From their initial date, mm-hmm. and uh, according to sources, is because they it's too much of an opening, a too soon of an opening from the Godzilla versus Kong movie. That, it's a little bizarre, though, isn't it? Yes, I mean it's not like they're competing in the theater. That yeah, well they are in theaters, but oh, okay. they're yeah. both are in theaters, but they're all they're also going to go live to streaming. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, I don't know. It just feels weird. It's like. I mean, they didn't. Did they give in? Did they not give enough time from the Schneider Cut to the Godzilla movie? Uh, Schneider Cut was last two weeks ago, uh, last week. Yeah, no, it was so two weeks, ago. two weeks ago. Yes, so it was about two weeks. But the, he's a great uh, something else about the Schneider Cut that it just on the Schneider Cut alone. Since the Schneider Cut was released, that um, viewerships on the HBO Max site and app and everything has boosted by like thirty, forty percent or something, even more. Yeah, man. But I guess it's either people went to see the standard cut and then they saw everything else they have and they just stayed watching everything else outside of well, that. One thing I've noticed when, uh, that I like, I like one thing about HBO Max is the way they organize their movies and stuff. Because, like, for one, um, like, if they, like, it looks like when they kind of get the rights to certain things, they get the rights to everything. So, like, I noticed, what was it? Uh, I think a Nightmare on Elm Street. They got every Nightmare on Elm Street. So yeah. they literally have chapters where it's just all series. Movie collections. Yeah, so they got they have a good way of kind of rounding the movies up together where it entices you to keep on watching and stuff. But I noticed there's also a subset. Uh, I was was browsing through HBO Max today. And there's a subset uh, called the Schneider Picks. Yeah. Literally what movies he recommended. Yeah. Which I think is kind of cool because it's like, Oh, I just watched his movie. Oh, I wonder what kind of movies inspired him. Boom. It's you have like, that. So, so, yeah. So, they also had the thing. the Rocky collection. I watched the whole Rocky series within like three days. I watched, I think it was the Leprechaun one. I saw the, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street one. 
I, I watch Critters. <laughs> I like I literally just like all those series. I just started watching all the binge watching the series on all of those. That's, and then and and that's what what I like about the HBO Max is that they they have good collections. They have a even though their library is not the biggest in comparison to Netflix and Disney Plus, but they have quality ones. Yeah, because like, like the ones that have through, a, a lot of rewatchability. Like when I go through Netflix, uh, you know, I, like. Ten percent of everything that I see there catches my attention. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, because there's so many options. Yeah, but it's only like really ten percent. I'm looking through this whole browser history browser page, and like I feel like ten percent is what catches my attention to watch anything, right? Yeah. And then on Intro Max, I feel like almost, I could pretty much just randomly click almost anything. And be like, I could watch this. Yeah. But yeah, so it's gonna be carried over to HBO Max, I think, if I'm not mistaken. The Which Mortal, one? Mortal Kombat. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's more HBO Max. Yeah. So, That's why I thought it was funny when you said that because I'm like HBO Max is releasing all this. They are Warner Brothers, but yeah. So I thought it was funny that they were like, "Oh, we're gonna wait a week, just to give enough time, enough people." No, to, but didn't you say to, that they were they they postponed it again today? No, no, that was that was I was just letting you know about oh, okay. our conversation for today. But yeah, they only post um postponing for a week. <laughs> so let I want to see I want to see I'm excited. Yeah, but that's about how this you get people movie. to really sign up for HBO Max and then continue keeping their subscription. Which yeah. Is like, where you're not just they, throwing, you know what, you know what it, they did as, mm. far, as it would be funny is that if they extended it just enough after that twenty day trial period, if they have a trial period, it's like you get it on the day of like Godzilla versus Kong comes out, and then it ends right before like Mortal Kombat comes out. So you have to it was like oh you know what I'm just gonna keep it for another month. See, but that's another thing that I think is funny is like the subscription thing is is a month, right? Because so, you imagine remember when Amazon not Netflix or whatever, but remember when Amazon used to be. A yearly subscription? Yeah. So, man, I'm like, I'm not surprised these people don't start offering yearly subscription fees, like, like packages. Like, for example, like saying like, uh, and look, we charge $14 a month normally, but if you pay us um, for a year in advance, we'll charge only like 10 bucks or 9 bucks. Yeah, like 100 bucks. They deduct it, but yeah. So that way they just basically charge you a whole year. They, they get like. They get you for a whole year. Exactly. But they, they can it. guarantee so much more additional income because people be like, well, they're coming out with. Score, you know, uh, Mortal Kombat. They're coming out with Godzilla. I'm sure they come out all this stuff. So I just get the discounted one. Yeah, just keep it for the year, and then that's when they get you next year. Yeah, like, they'll do it again. They just got to make sure they, <laughs> they get the money in order to get some good movies next year. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's, it's gonna it's it's gonna be. Let's see, see because there was other movies that got postponed by like a week. I know we discussed it last week. Or a few weeks ago, that like Black Widow got postponed again. Like, we but see, that's that. what I'm saying is like I think that they are taking advantage of the fact that don't get me wrong, the TV shows on Disney are great. It's just I think they're taking advantage of the fact that Disney is not releasing everything right away like that because it's yeah. like, well, if they're not going to do it, let's do it so we can capture maybe kind of either the more additional people, not necessarily people that are going to leave Disney, but possibly just. People that basically before the transition over to binge watching and everything else that they yeah, have. But think about it. Let's say you were somebody who liked Marvel movies. You didn't care for yeah. the shows. But let's say you wanted big Marvel movies, and that's why you signed up for Disney Plus. Yeah. And you're like, well, they're not coming out with the movies. I mean, why am I going to keep my subscription? Let me just go to HBO Max for now. And you this. know what's another thing? What I liked about today was mm-hmm. that it came out on a Wednesday, like midweek. Isn't it like on a Friday? <laughs> How you expect the movie to come out or like on a Saturday afternoon? I wonder why though. I don't know. Maybe no, this movies maybe, used to maybe, do that too. Movies yeah, come out like that. Like, yeah. Well, a lot of indie movies used to come out on Tuesdays, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Anything with indie movies or just I don't know. No, I remember there used to be a lot of like short indie movies that would come out midweek. Mm-hmm. That that all the big budget ones or mm-hmm. the the more popular titles, 
uh, would come out at Fridays mm-hmm. or like Thursday nights. But I was like, wow, on a Wednesday. I was For- like, that caught me. I'm like, I have not looked into it yet. Mm-hmm. But the, I don't know if there's some significance to picking a Wednesday. I can understand if we were still dealing with movie theaters the same way. Where they were probably thinking like, well, there's hardcore fans for this. So what we can do is if we allow the like going on Wednesday, the regular movie watchers probably won't show up. But the hardcore fans will. They'll fill up the screens and they'll probably watch everything. But then we'll still um, catch the wave of, catch the wave wave of new Friday. people on Friday. And, you know, so like and maybe those also the, 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 the hardcore fans come back again. So they can get a really good opening box office number. Yeah, a stream number. Well, yeah, that's not, I think it's just more of an opening box office number because yeah. they're prolonging. I feel like that's cheating. Like they're prolonging the box office day. Weekend. Exactly, to two additional days. Because they originally it was Friday Friday mornings. Now they include that Thursday night premiere. Oh, dude, Since I was watching you, movies at, like before everything happened. We used to go like eight o'clock on Thursdays. Yeah, seven o'clock. Yeah, they used to be like seven o'clock showing the movies on, on like the Thursday before the movie comes out. Because it would end right at twelve, so it'd be like, oh, it's a twelve o'clock viewing because it ends. <laughs> I'm assuming, but no, if we start at eight, no, the movies finish at eleven. We were like like ten. Ten thirty. Yeah, I thought that for a second, but, but I, I noticed this. I always noticed with big budget movies they would do Wednesday premieres. Yeah, I figured like again, I think it was just so that they can extend the box office numbers. The only Thursday went. Big Thursday premiere that I've seen was the Avengers. Last time I remember, they used to do like a huge event for on a Thursday. Yeah, well, movies are dead now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> theaters are. Dead. Welcome, welcome back to the home movie theater. Yes. All right. Next topic. Yeah. And this is something I think you would like. Yeah. So, uh, one of your uh, your genre of movies is a whodunit. So, Knives Out. Which was great for yeah, our- I, I, it is, it is my genre of movies, but what kills me about the movie that, like, that's not a very common genre. Like, I don't know, like, I don't hear too many movies. I mean, TV shows, yeah, sure, but not every TV show is as good who, who done it type thing, but yeah, definitely a good movie like that is rare. So I really loved Nights Out because of that. So now they have, uh, the writer and director, Rain Johnson. Mm-hmm. Rain Johnson, if I'm correct, let me. He got he's uh he's set up to write the next two, two and three. But mm-hmm. Netflix came in and bought the rights to it for four hundred and fifty million dollars, and is gonna have um, uh, Craig Davis, Craig uh, Craig uh, right, Craig Daniel Craig Daniel Craig as the lead role to to reprise the role in both movies. And, okay, so here's a weird thing about that. Like, every other investigator in these movies always is very, in, like, uh, eccentric. Mm-hmm. Which, I liked his, his portrayal of that that investigator, but he wasn't extremely eccentric. It was more of a, the whole story, like, just caught my attention, rather than just the investigator and how he did his thing. I was more just curious about, like, how everything was unraveling. Obviously, because of the way the story played out, that made it interesting. Because it wasn't like you started with zero information. You started with a lot more, um, I guess, substantive knowledge than yeah. most movies. And the like, the stuff that you don't know, don't realize is what starts coming out. Um, but I liked it. Uh, and I, I liked the character. I, I mean, I would, I'm just down for the whodunits of it. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to see. I, like, I would like to see his investigative style. In yeah. The so he was saying that um, he's 
he's still writing it. Or I guess they're going to start filming soon. But I guess in the writing process of mm-hmm. it is that he didn't want it to be like Knives Out 2. To not have a reference to everything that happened in the previous one. This is going to follow Daniel Craig's character into a whole new cast. You yeah, but even, that's, yeah, that's... No, but that, that would be like giving a whole new different title completely. Exactly. Okay, so it's not... Yeah, it's fine, but I, I get what you mean. It's like it's like a Sherlock Holmes series. Yeah. Instead of Sherlock Holmes... Almost or like... Perry, I mean, this is like Sherlock Holmes is just an example, but yeah. obviously there is... Or like um, M. Night Shyamalan with like he had glass and he had shattered, but they all... Oh, no, but I thought um, what I meant to say was Sherlock Holmes in the sense of it's it's an anthology series, which yes. is like you follow one character, one character, and the story changes every episode. It's kind of like Quantum Leap yeah, or, or you know, stuff like that, where basically there's one character and he's in a different environment. The, the whole structure changes yeah. based on him. Based on him. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a different title, different everything. So it feels like, I guess it's going to make it a different feel mm-hmm. because now you have a whole different cast or very different pacing, different craziness that he could throw in but that who done it that what you're right that, about but the thing is that's so funny about that's what's going to be different about these movies if anything because it would be interesting if they did it the same style but daniel craig's is just a consistent because technically if you really remember the first movie daniel craig wasn't the main character at all no he wasn't he literally it was uh, another character but he was the, the the detective whatever but he was not the main he was not the person you followed he was not like the person you kind of Kind of, you know, uh, the, antagonist, the antagonist of the movie. Yeah, yeah, he was not protagonist. That at all. The protagonist. The protagonist. Yeah, he was not that at all in the movie. So it'd be cool if they did that for every movie, and yeah, he, he just happens just, to show up. He just happens to show up, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. he's here. Yeah, that, and he just deduces everything down to like how everybody is and their mannerisms. Oh man, that's gonna be great. Uh, I just gonna... hope the cast is good, though. <laughs> you know what? That's. The cast right. was what, what was, like, awesome about the movie. That's one thing, yeah, because you had uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Evans. Yep. Uh, Michael Douglas. Michael. Is it Michael? Uh, is it Douglas, right? Michael Douglas, no. Michael Douglas? Why am I thinking Michael Douglas? Is Michael Douglas? No, or? No. They have your the girl that you like. No, uh, yeah, I think she's gorgeous. Um, But, yeah, she was the main character. I seriously keep on thinking about Michael Douglas. Why am I? <laughs> but, mm-hmm. well. Well, they had a great cast. No, that's um, the thing. The cast was another thing that was just epic. That it it, it added a lot more um, interest to the story. And they, I like how they played against each other. Everybody on the secrets, like that's my favorite thing about those movies is the the secrets that come out of each person. But yeah, I can't wait for that. I'll be I'll be interested. I mean, Netflix. Uh, that's why I like it. now it's the streaming wars in a sense. Like yeah. They all fight for our attention, but the movies they produce and TV shows and stuff like they produce are amazing. Yeah. So and now they have Netflix money, so they you know they'll they'll get big name actors for the next two because it's two now two yeah. two sequels that they're coming out with. So yeah. So hopefully, hopefully soon. So I think you think of Don Johnson. Don Johnson. I don't know why I was thinking Michael Doug, but yeah, Don Johnson. <laughs> I don't know, just older, got on like swag kind of swagged out guy, yeah. But yeah. All right. So lastly, let's get into this. I want to get your thoughts. Yeah. The Suicide Squad trailer came out. Came out this week. Yeah, man. And let's get into this. It was amazing. I will. It. It gave me everything that the first one should have been. Wackiness. Off well, the okay, cup. Okay. So. Okay. 
Let me rephrase this. All right, all it right. did. It showed everything that the first one was trying to portray to be. Because not not David Ayer's oh, what version. They to, what they turned David Ayer's vision. Yeah, into. what they tried to attempt to have cut what the theatrical release was. This movie showed how it should have been done, right? Because I I felt that they had to try to have too many on the original on the first one. They tried to have too many. Uh, one-liners and and comments and and I feel that there the fault with that one is that they really focused around Harley Quinn and Will Smith's character in that movie and I think James Gunn doing this I think he's going to give respect to each character that they're introducing to have enough um, screen time and likability for you to have interest but not overwhelmingly showing one person more the collective of everybody working together cohesively. He did it great with, with um, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, he, that's yeah. He's he's known for that. Which I mean, that's a great thing for him. Okay, look, I'm gonna. I like the trailer of the movie, and I like the tone of the movie for what it is. I still believe David Ayers was kind of cheated out of a out of a good run because I yeah. It was meant to be dark. The whole movie was dark. It was meant to be a dark version of whatever they were doing. Which don't get me wrong, the Suicide Squad, based on I mean. I'm not huge in the comics, but I'm very good. At, I'm very, I'm a huge fan of the animated series that they they come out with, and they are. They have a dark tone to them, so I don't mind the dark tone. But I didn't like the fact that they try to turn whatever he created into, like something like what this movie is. Yeah, because it is basically like turning. Uh, um, remember the original Batman animated series? Yeah, it's like taking that and trying to turn it into uh, something way more like super upbeat or whatever. And it's not. It's just not. So, yeah. but this one, it looks like that was intention. That was what they created, and that's what the director's vision. It's like they're was. trying to t- turn like that Batman series to like uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog, like very cheesy. Like okay, like this is the perfect example. Of what I mean. So I, I'm a photographer, and mm-hmm. I try to create a tone with the f- picture that I take, and I, I really want to make a signature for myself, right? So yeah. I have like dark tones, whatever. So if somebody took saw my pictures hired me based on my pictures and then said i want you to do something very bright colorful and carefree i'm like i'm looking around like did did you really look at my picture yeah because that's what i felt the first one was but this one at least no they got the director that can do that yeah and they got the they got they he's filmed exactly with that intention yes so and and that's one thing that David Ayers didn't get the privilege to is that they changed everything. That's according to what he said. Yeah, they changed everything. They changed everything. They changed the whole tone and and everything. But onto this onto this trailer, it was fun. Like it was just an action packed blow em up style of movie, and they and like you they, said, they introduced a a big bad. Just which that was a huge. That was a good huge big bad. Like I like that big bad. Starro, yeah. Because you know what bothered me about the first one was like. They basically tried to take that same storyline in a sense because Starro's whole thing was he would throw these little stars at people and then he controls them, right? Yes. That was his thing. In this, in the first one, that, I don't know what the Big Bad's actual power was, but they made it seem like that's what he does because then he started controlling all these random little, look like poop people, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) They just all had under his control. So it's like they kind of basically were trying to create a Starro scenario when it wasn't the Starro movie, you know, it wasn't Starro villain. So this one, at least, yes, we got the right villain. You know, the the part in the trailer where they yell out, is there a kaiju? It's a kaiju? <laughs> I was like, yes. 
is there uh-huh. a kaiju on there? Like, you know what I'm saying? That maybe that was good. That's what I'm saying. The whole movie was very random, funny, bright. You know, people have a little bit more character. Yeah. You know, rather it was, than... It was, a, it was presented in the way that was intended to be filmed. That's. I want to know how they're going to reprise... Um, is his name is Jack Flag? I think his name was or Cap. Uh, the uh, the the only the military one, not the not the criminal one that runs the. Oh yes, Jack it, Flag or Chick- I, Chris I Flag. Where things Jack Flag, but because in the first one he was the whole pre- the background of his, his his background the whole background of who he is is that they have his girlfriend hostage. That was it. That was yeah. all you knew about him. In this one, he seems like he has an interesting character to him. He's wearing super bright clothes, which I'm sure it's more synonymous with the comics. But I just thought it was interesting. Like everybody's portrayed very, very differently, very animated. Yes, everything was t- turned up a notch into. Actually, I just can't wait to the, the characters that weren't present in the trailer as much, like uh, Pete Davidson's character. Like he didn't really say anything. So I want to see how what yeah. what kind of character he is, or uh, the two alien looking characters in it. Um, and even the uh, uh, the um, what's his name um, Peter Peter uh, no you got it uh, Peter Pete Davidson no I already said Pete Davidson uh, was Peter Petre- Petrelli I think his last name um, the original doctor yeah. uh, the doctor who Capelli Capelli, Capelli. Yeah. Oh, sorry Doctor Fan sorry huge fucking fan Peter <laughs> Peter Capelli like yeah uh, uh, he didn't even say a word in the scene that he was in so I would like to see how his character is yes but the best one mm. the best one was. The person who voiced King Shark. And he was never presented in anything until to till the day of the release. I kinda well the way that they made the 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 okay, so go ahead and say who the name is actually, but go ahead. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, which did he even say anything in the trailer? He said something. He said he said a line I think he said a line in uh when they were in the auditorium and she, they were talking. He just pointed at his hand. No, but he said something. He said something I think if I I, remember, I watched it like twice and I think I'm kind of sure. Mm-hmm. Mind you, it was like asleep when I watched these both mm-hmm. times, <laughs> but still excited watching them. But I did think he said something. Mm-hmm. But that is the best way to 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 have an iconic figure be in the movie without like everything we've ever seen. We we watched the DC fandom mm-hmm. when they had the Q and A, the behind the scenes, mm-hmm. everything. And they had the Q&A with all the actors in it and everybody they introduced. Mm-hmm. And not once. Did they drop that ball? They dropped They dropped that ball. They held Those that. are my favorites. Those are my favorites. I wish I would have seen the movie and figured it out that it was him. Like, because, uh, what was it? It reminded me of Tropic Thunder where you didn't realize that was Tom Cruise. Yes. Or um, what other movie? There Deadpool was... 2 with uh, uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Like, I love when the like there's a big name. I mean, there's already a huge names, but there's a huge name in there that you don't realize is in there until you like watch the movie. Like that would have been so. Well, the one that was best hidden was Daniel Craig in, in uh, the Force Awakens. That was too well hidden. Yeah, it was like, too well t- hidden. Somebody had to tell you later on that was. Yeah, him. It was like, that was me in it. Um, but yeah, it was. It's cool that um, the thing is when I saw the character itself, all I could think about was uh, the TV show I was telling you about Harley Quinn's uh, animated uh, yeah. cartoon on DC. I literally was thinking back to that version of Shark King because I love that version of Shark King because he's hilarious in it. Like, if they would have had that guy's voice, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy with, uh, with Sylvester Stallone. I can't wait to see how it's going to be depicted. 
Yeah. But if you ever watch that, if you ever get a chance to watch the Harley Quinn animated series on uh, the DC, uh, well, on HBO, HBO Max. Max, yeah. Man, that character was hilarious. Shark King and that <laughs> is hilarious. Because, he, again, there's a lot of brutality, a lot of, like, blood, whatever. But for the most part, he's very, like, like uh, super, like, a- a- anti-violent, whatever. <laughs> like, he's super want to be peaceful. He's like a computer hacker. But then, like, if people, like, if something happens where he smells blood, he freaks out and, like, it's it's a trip. I have to watch it. I've been I've been so holding on to watching it. I, mean, I, I loved that. There's three I'll, three three seasons and I three I, seasons. Three seasons. Yeah. Damn. I'm I'm still trying to finish finish uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Two episodes. I, left. That's weird. Like I, that took me like a day. Listen. I know. I know. I know. Yes. I, I, start, I started it after I got the baby at the house. So I'm watching like two episodes and I fall asleep and then I have to rewatch <laughs> it just to make sure I don't miss anything. But yes. Oh. No, but yes, this, uh, the this trailer, trailer, the trailer, this trailer sold me. Like, I don't need to see any more trailers. Like, remember that my yeah. one standard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see any more trailers. This sold me on that single Yeah, because one. I'm going to start revealing too much of the story, and it's not going to be as interesting to watch. Nah, I got you. Yeah. All right, guys. Just with that, those three few topics, we're going to take a quick break and come back with Nikki's Corner Review. What <laughs> up? Welcome back to Nikki's Corner Review. All right, so this week we have uh, double double feature feature. Yeah, feature I don't want to put them in the feature. same category by saying mm-hmm. double feature. <laughs> you have to, because you get both spectrums on this one. Yeah, spectrums. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> let's go on to the. You know which one we're going to go on first. Well, let's might as well, might as well talk about that one first, right? Get okay, out so the, way. the first one we're gonna talk about is jujitsu. Yes. Why give it such a like they even like with such it's okay. So <laughs> I'm gonna go into what this movie's about. But the name is so plain. Not even plain, it's just so specific. It's like you literally are thinking you're gonna watch some kind of like old kung fu movie. Like, because it literally just says jujitsu. Yes. This is not traditional in any kind of way. Okay, so the storyline basically boils down to is a predator-style alien comes to Earth every six years for basically just to get into a fight with at least eight fighters. If he doesn't get the satisfaction of fighting eight people, he destroys the planet. That's literally what I got from yeah. from what the story was about. He kills everything in his path. Yeah, that just destroys the planet. So, I mean, they it just seems like they boot they bootleg a lot in this movie. But anyways, um, okay, so that's the story structure of it. Then you have the the cast is what what kills me the most because it's like the cast should be one of the best MMA movies of all time. But or any not. fighting movie at, at least. Yeah, because you have uh, uh, Frank Grillo who's just a beast. It looks like a beast. You have uh, Tony Ja, um, and I'm not 100% on all the names of all the other fighters, but you can tell all the other actors in this movie are all legit fighters. Like, they they weren't just actors. They were literally, like, somebody who has earned their title somewhere in, which, okay, I have a question for this, because I'm not too, too good at being able to decipher between, like, different martial arts. Yes. 
Anybody in this movie actually fighting in a jujitsu style? I think in one moment they did. There was, I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, was anybody an expert in jujitsu? They, 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 when when uh, Nicholas Cage was fighting. Oh, that's the, another the, thing too. Nicholas, yeah. I was trying to hold that, but yeah, Nicholas Cage, Cage is also is, in this movie. He's the anchor of this movie, but his character. <laughs> but this, um, there was a small fight scene that they did some Brazilian jujitsu, some turns, some tosses, that and some holds. Yeah. That. <laughs> resemble them trying to do it yeah well nicholas cage trying to do it mm-hmm. but oh my god this movie yeah when you talk about this movie is all over the place this movie is all over the, it all was, right so it was so like the best way i can explain this movie the, hell? the best way i can explain this, this movie is that it, it it's like taking an 80s movie mm-hmm. 80s cheesy Kung Fu karate fighting movie mm-hmm. with the military uh, element put, made in the 2020s. Literally, that's what it was. Like, their off-cuff comments. Like, Nicolas Cage was just being Nicolas Cage. Yeah, Nicolas Cage in every movie is just being Nicolas Cage, but it's cool. Like, it's almost like one of those situations where it's like, it doesn't fit almost any movie, but you're like, I, I still am okay with that. It's like, it's cool. It's Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Does that happen? But here's my thing. Right. So, <laughs> Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage, I don't mind. Yeah. Uh, but when it's Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage on a movie that it's taking itself more serious than it is. Is it? Like, I don't know. Like I think it is. I think it, he, like the everybody outside of it, mm-hmm. except for like one, maybe one other character other than Nicolas Cage. Felt like they were taking it way more serious than it is the situation. Mm-hmm. That I was like, it was like I wanted it to be a good bad movie, like an yeah. entertaining bad movie. Yeah, and I didn't get. That. I just got a bad bad movie. You know what kills me? That that like, I don't know who Tony Jaws like booking manager, like the person who makes like picks the movies for him. Yeah, but I would fire him instantly. <laughs> like I don't know. Like he made a name for himself with the Protector. Like yeah, he was Ankbak, like yo, oh my, he was a, he was like, man, those movies were epic. Those fight scenes were like intense. Like it was like he was a serious fighter, and now I just feel like they try to make him into like kind of like a punchline. Yeah, like he, oh, he's just a guy who jumps around. Like no, that's not who he is. He's a great fighter, and his fighting was cheesy on this one. Like was whoever did the fight choreography, being that there's a lot of fighters in this. Yeah, movie, you would think the fight scenes were good. Like you would think they'd just make it up themselves, but like. Or at least, especially who, the part who gets the predator or whatever, because he is supposed to be the one who introduced jujitsu into the freaking world. Yeah. Would actually, one, fight in jujitsu, but two, fight better. Yeah. Like, I felt like every time, you know, like, when it comes to other people fighting, they were great, they did their moves, but that specific person or a character or whatever, just, like, the minute they were in a, in a crazy fight situation, he just grabs them, get in their neck. I don't know. Yeah. Just, that's it. That was his mm-hmm. fight move. Just grab their neck and lift That's, them up. This is jujitsu. Yeah, yes, lift, <laughs> you up, lift you by, by your neck randomly. Um, and also, you know, not to spoil everything, but like the thing that killed me, the thing that I was just like, "Come on, just, just come on." What? So the design of the predator style alien, essentially, he had like a white cloud, like a basically like a white plasticky cloud thing, whatever across yeah. his face, right? And then every so often you would see like images that basically looks like a face, whatever. Like a lizard face. 
I don't know what that. That looks like my, you know, my my five year old niece drew that. Like it just, it, like it was the most basic drawing of a face with this huge nose. I don't yeah. know where, like that would just come up on the screen of that face, that, that that plastic thing. Yeah. Like it was smushed together. Yeah, like couldn't you figure out a but like? Come on, that I mean, I know the budget might be tight, but come on, you could find a better facial expression to come out through that screen. Yes. And I hate that because I don't like hating on movies. It was just like, we really didn't give me anything okay. to be like, I like that. Like, all right. So, you, all right, that's one of your, there's so many things I had wrong with this movie. Other than the the story itself, first of all, mm. the, the special effects felt like they were made in 1987. Yeah. Everything was delayed. Everything was felt like they just put like a cut and paste and filter on top of it and be like, pew. Okay, so I'm a little hazy on this, but tell me if I'm wrong. So, you know, obviously, like I said, he's a Predator-style person. Yeah. And every time they showed his perspective, it, like, was kind of Predator-ish. It's like, in a sense, it looked like a computer screen. Yes. You know, like, red color. Was there actual, like, letters and numbers in those things? Like, I just feel like they just didn't even bother to, like, make an alien screen. They just, like, okay, let's just take, you know, whatever. Just throw, throw some, yeah, throw some just, symbols that look yeah, like twos and take, sevens you know, and L's and M's Some, backwards. like, video game screen and it's kind of, like, yes, put it they, camera they had that. Another, all right, that's one thing. Mm. Second, I felt that, um, and there was a scene that the, that the protagonist goes into, he gets um, taken in by the military that is scouring the area to see what's going on. Oh so, wait, oh, wait, oh wait. There's two scenes in there. I'm going to jump into that. I don't know if that's scene I just, just but, made me remember something. But, but, okay, the first one was I felt that these are military experts. You know, I was like, oh, my God, they their shooting was like shit. I was like, they got trained by stormtroopers because they yeah. never, they never Everyone. hit a shot. Everyone. Everyone. Even the alien. There's yeah. parts where the alien threw, like, was destroying millions of these little freaking stars. Yeah. Not hitting almost anybody. Yes. At all. Like, I'm talking barely, about, like, barely hitting. And the people, they, put like this, they were getting so close to people that you would think they would flinch or react. Nothing. They were just flying everything all around. around it. Nobody hit anything in this movie. Everything, everything missed. And this movie missed everything, even the shots. Oh. All right. So the next, the next oh, part wow. that I hated. Let's see. There was a fight scene, and at the, there was a fight scene with the protagonist and Tony Jaa trying to recover him. And f- for some reason, the director thought it was a cool idea to go from an outside sh- a fight scene, rotating it, and then you're in the first person perspective as the person fighting, and they had like that muffled sound voice, like it's like almost like you're hearing the sound in your head while talking. I was, like, I was like, what the hell's going on? I and felt like they kept on handing the camera from like fighter to people to people, where like you said, like one minute you're you're watching Tony Jaw fight, and the next minute it looks like Tony Jaw handed the camera to the guy, and now you're finding watching his perspective of the fight. Like, yeah, it literally felt like I was watching a handicap video, but it wasn't meant to be a handicap a handheld yeah. video. I was like, oh, is it like a uh, bad Henry? Was it was it called Henry? Uh, Henry Max, I think it was called. Something like that. Something, yeah, something like Henry. That, that you, the whole, the whole movie, movie was his perspective. His at least perspective. the whole movie was his perspective, at least. Yeah, and, that's, and this is the thing. They did it for that scene. They never did it again. Yeah, for that fight scene? For that, then, fight, for that for that three minutes that they did it. Or like I think there was minutes. another couple of scenes where they just did a, a very weird wide-angle shot. Yes. Where I'm like, why the hell? It looked like <laughs> the, the super wide-angle shot, like right in front of like That's what kills me about movies. Is like, you know... You know, it's nitpicky to be like all these different things, but dude, 
camera angle. Like literally, I've seen a movie shot with an iPhone that the the camera angle is at least consistent and it's cool. It might not be the best effect, but it's cool. But like this one, it just felt like I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. Like I just felt like some people think different is creative. Yeah. But that's not a situation. No, <laughs> not at all. No, like <laughs> creative is creative. Like you come up with a creative way to show something because there's a something you want to show in that. But just because you do something that nobody else has never done doesn't necessarily mean it's. No, good. I felt like I. You know what I think it was? They were filming. Like you know what would be a cool idea. If we just switch off cameras while they're fighting so you can see their perspective the whole time. And somebody was like, oh, let's do that. Let's do that. We have time. We have 10 minutes to kill. Let's redo the whole fight scene like that. And they were like, you know what? That's a great idea. Let's keep it in the movie. <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. And oh, my gosh. the It's on Netflix, guys. That, one guy, that one guy from uh, Fast and Furious and, and uh, Bond movies. I haven't seen yeah. that movie in forever. And he showed up in this one. The, um forgot the, the villain from the first uh, yeah. um, Fast and Furious. I haven't seen him in a movie I feel like it forever. And he shows up in this one. I'm just like, oh. Nah, <laughs> you should go to another movie. <laughs> he was good. And the other movies. Not this one. He didn't, no. do, he didn't really do much. He didn't one. do much. They, they they had the cast. They had the ability. They had the cast. To, and um, who who was what was his name? Eddie Steeples. Mm. He was in um, My Name is Earl. Okay. Yeah. He was he was funny. He was a comedic relief, and like you had that, you had the mixture of the you have Nicolas Cage, which is a man that will give you five thousand faces in three seconds. He's and, an interesting character to watch, and he's and he's very um, uh, how can I say? He's very um, off the cuff, I guess, mm-hmm. or like if you give him a direction, he overdoes it. He oversells it. Everything. That's why you want him in that, and that's good because if that's what it is, and you have a bunch, a handful of martial artists, artists. At your disposal to create great fight scenes, and I know they have them. Whoever mm. was a fight choreographer didn't. You have the comedic relief from Eddie Staples. You have Frank Grillo, which is it's he's he's not. I don't want to say up and coming, but he's a staple in action movies because we just finished yeah. watching Boss Level. Boss Level, and that's another thing too. Is like it just killed me because even his and they both came, they were, were both horrible. filmed in the same year. I think two, two, tw- like last year, twenty nineteen. I think it was from both. I just wonder why. Like these movies exist for a reason, right? So it, I don't feel like it was a story needed to be told because I don't think it was one of those type of things. And it's not a quick buck because it didn't. It went to Netflix. I don't know if Netflix really like Netflix. I, I mean, I don't know if they how much they offer. I think they, they got this movie as like a deal. Like, yo, we'll, we'll, you gonna buy uh, Knives Out? We'll just throw in Jujitsu for free. <laughs> I just, I just find, I find it like this weirdly interesting just stuff like this because again I've seen movies like this I don't mind B movies but this one just but why do you even, yo that's an insult you calling it a B movie that's an insult to B movies calling it a B movie <laughs> because again remember the, the last one we saw with Nicolas Cage that was a B movie but I, I that was I a loved great it. that was a great B movie I had fun with it it was it was stupid but, but it was thing, fun that's the thing that I was saying is that having Nicolas Cage being Nicolas Cage and having fun with it. Throughout the whole movie, with that intention, knowing that it's not real, and it's it, it, it's it's gonna be comedic on some level, but still have the action aspect mm-hmm. of it, then great. They they executed it beautifully for what it is. This one, they were trying to go with the sci-fi action movie with Nicolas Cage, which they could if they'd done it correctly, they could have pulled it off as an entertaining movie, not a great movie. 
not a good movie at that because you know it's hard to pull off sci-fi comedic karate martial arts movie mm-hmm. but it was just a bad movie done poorly you know what this movie remind me of is that even a guilty pleasure no, no that's the worst thing movie remind me of they were better off calling it kickboxer seven because i don't know if you follow kickboxer movies obviously the first oh, yes. one was good first two uh, whatever but it went to like five or something. Yeah, right? I remember. And when someone started getting to five, that was straight up, straight to DVD, straight yeah. to video movies. I think even Batista was in one of those movies. Yeah, it should be like Kickboxer 7, kicking the competition out to out in space. Out of space, show. yeah, something like that. Like, <laughs> it would have felt like, okay, I get it. But this one, I don't know. Just It was just, I, I, I'm just, I have no idea what to say anymore. Yeah. So... Let's give it. We have to give this to Nikki. Um, oh, I be brutal with these movies, but um, a, I give it a one out of Nikki. One one out of five Nikki's. Well, you know what? No, I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna give one and a half. So okay, Nikki's because this is where I'm teeter tottering here. This is where I'm like back and forth. I'm trying to think on the very simple idea of this movie. Whether that might seem interesting, if that seemed interesting, I would give it a two. Like, so I'm gonna think, okay, you know, Predator, we gotta deal with the Predator. Comes every six, six years, it just seemed that killed me. That was the part that killed me the most. I'm like, it's a very odd number, you know, every 26 years for the uh, um, um, the oh, I forgot the now I'm like blanking because I'm thinking of this, um, but it's like 20 years, 26 years, you know, something like that. That seems like a staple number, like. So you train, you you know, you lost your father when you were a little kid. Something like that. Every 300 years or something. Six years, it felt like, you know, you went to college, you came back, and you're like, oh, it's not, we're going to fight the dude again? Yeah. Like, and, all those people were in their 30s. They should have fought this guy at least five or six times before already. No, these people are intended to go in there and die. That's what it was. No, no, again, but they're like, a majority of them are like, I rarely saw anybody who, uh, maybe the girls or something like that, maybe late 20s. Yeah. But a majority of the guys in the movie were like, either... Um, mid thirties, mid thirties, or late or early forties, right? So you would think they would have gone through this fight situation at least five or six times. Yeah. So like each one of them acting like they're new to this, but I like they never knew about. Oh, it. like oh. they die or something. I don't know. Just it seems six years feel like a weird number. Yeah. But yeah, base. So I'm just thinking of the base of the a story was interesting. No, I'm gonna give it a one. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, I'm I want to pull I'm, something good out of this. But I'm gonna I really give it one and a half. I really could not pull anything good about just because of Nicolas Cage. That's what I mean. The actors are great. It's just there was nothing to feed on here. It's like it's like okay, you can get Nicolas Cage, you can get you know, Frank Grillo, all these good actors to do you know whatever. Like just because they do you know a uh, uh, um, anti you know drug commercial doesn't mean that they're gonna give you any good performance. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's not it's not on them. It's just. There's nothing in this movie that I can like take away to pull from, at all. So one, a one and a one and a half Nickies. So, so it's like one and a quarter Nicky average much. for Jujitsu. You could watch it, or definitely not watch it on Netflix. Oh no, I think you should watch it. It's more like a warning. Just don't watch it again. Yeah, I, I say watch it. <laughs> watch it in increments. See like, how far you can go. Yes, how far you could go to the end. Yeah, and let us know yeah. how long you can last watching Jujitsu. That should be the new game. Yeah, I str- I struggled after ten minutes. I struggled and I kept at it. And my parents were over, so I had them put, sit through that torture with me. They're like, "What the hell are we watching?" 
They didn't get it. They were like, I don't get it. I'm like, neither do I. But we need we need to get we need to get to do this together as a family. (laughs) Oh man! All right, right. so let's get to the next movie. Okay, so now let's talk about an action movie, like an actual movie. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Yes, Uh, it was. It was what it was meant to be. Was epic. It was a big fight monster movie. Like, um. And I, that's what I like about it. Like, two huge alpha kaijus. So I like that part. Um, I'm trying to think of the things like. I mean, the human element of these movies always kind of. I mean, it's always just with whether you need him or not, you know, yeah. type thing. And I just felt like. I think in this one, you could almost delete a couple of people's like scenes out of the whole thing. I feel like that's the thing. I mean, nothing wrong with it. I mean, they're all they were funny and entertaining, whatever, but. That's one thing I want to watch a movie like, can I literally edit these people out of the movie completely and, and still it. have a good movie? Oh, yeah. There's a few people that you could have just cut out. There's, There's a, a few. few scenes at least. But, and I'm not saying that I want to or would. I'm just saying it's like, could I? And the movie may, still makes sense. Yeah. Which unfortunately still does. So, but no, I mean, as far as like a good fight type thing, um, I, I enjoyed the fight scenes. I enjoyed the, uh, you know, the colors on, on some of the scenes. That fight, oh, whatever. man. They were cool. Um, uh, You know, I enjoyed some of the discovery that you kind of find out in the movie. But I did feel like there was a reveal that, you know, I, as much as I know that surprise should have, it would have been cool because I didn't know it was coming type thing. I felt like I can read it coming literally like 10 minutes, like not even 10 minutes after the movie started. For the big bad? I mean, yeah, we don't have to get into what it is, but I'm just saying it's like, I felt like the big reveal I felt it kind of like, oh, I kind of figured out what it was going to be like 10 minutes into the movie. Yes. Yeah. You you already know what direction they're going to go into yeah. before it, beforehand. That's, so that's why I'm like, I I mean, there's nothing wrong with stuff like that, but I just feel like, man, you could probably just cover your tracks a little better. Yeah. And you know, and you know what? I I do. All right. I, I've noticed. I notice. All right. So when I notice things like that, like when they foreshadow too hard in the movie, mm. that you're like, I know how it's going to end. And and majority of the times, or maybe probably like forty percent of the times, it ruins the 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 entertainment factor for me at some point because I'm re- I already see I'm like I already know it's gonna come like I'm not surprised I mean, that doesn't always have to ruin a movie because I mean you know you watch not, your, you not, watch right. hero movies you know the guy's gonna get the girl type situation yeah I don't want to say all right ruin is not it doesn't become as entertaining for me uh, like the journey doesn't become entertaining because I already mm-hmm. know at the end. This is because we watch so many movies so many times. It's like a lot, a lot of the movies are either rinse and repeat that they do. So when you have movies like that, is like and I and I saw it. Like I noticed, I know what you're talking about, and I know what kind of what scene, what moments they they you were able to predict what's going to happen and how it's going to how it's going to lead into. Mm-hmm. And it, but it didn't bother me because I was so in like into it into the movie waiting for this that I was like it didn't be. Even though it would be seen as a negative, you mm-hmm. like you should have held back to do to have that reveal whatever it is later, yeah, more more significant. But I'm like, you know what? I let I let that slide. Other movies, I would have been like, yeah, okay, I already I already could see. And the only movies that don't do that for mm-hmm. me that that uh, give that give that that like foreshadowing in the beginning and don't provide at the end are mm-hmm. foreign foreign films. Because they'll they'll start with that trope, 
and at the end just well keep this in mind somebody told me this one time and i kind of it resonated with me every country has their own style of things right you know style of movie style of living style of situation style of pop so the reason those movies are different to us is because we have a different way of storytelling than they do yes so like me and you could probably decipher from a movie we watch for five minutes like oh this was gonna happen because they uh the u.s movies follow very typical story structure yeah and if you watch a movie from like another country that they don't follow the story structure so yeah. it's like oh snap i didn't see that coming because we it's, don't it's not it's not it's, it's foreign to us like, well exactly <laughs> but, um but yeah let's get into it so so all right so um, mm-hmm. um i love the movie i i thoroughly entertained the fight scenes it's I, a popcorn flick it's a popcorn i'm not gonna watch it for substance or details or like stuff like that like this is the kind of movie that i want to watch to entertain me and friends with a with a brand new tv that i want to see like the graphics yes so it's definitely popcorn flick no definitely and 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 yeah so the there is a little bit of substance into it Mm -hmm. and uh character development and character relationships in the movie Mm -hmm. and i liked it. it it was what it what i liked about it it was like it was subtle enough that wasn't thrown in your face. Like they had the moments and you're like, okay, but like, like earlier, like Godzilla movies, there were too much human aspects into it that he was not really in the movie mm-hmm. or, or Kong and uh, Skull Island. I think there was a lot of human elements that eliminated the main character of the story here. They try to integrate it more. Yeah. That equal parts of Kong and Godzilla was on screen as part as as their human counterparts yeah. to to tell to flush out a few a full story through it. I will say one thing I did not care for, and it was basically there was something. I felt like there was something that happened at the end, kind of like that kind of brought it to the final thing. This is, you know, this is the element I needed to do A, B, and C. I felt that the part of how they got that thing was lazy as hell like okay. i'm like oh that's it like i mean i felt like it could have been way more intricate or something more more tangible but it just felt like super like super easy and cheesy like like easy basically, and cheesy like <laughs> like, that. like easy i said and like, cheesy. it just felt like the person who, who wrote that that scene was just like ah whatever just, <laughs> It's, it. it felt like they felt lazy. Like they're like at the. It's like oh, it's time to clock out. Let me just write something fast. Like, yeah. All right, it's done. That's, it. that's, that's all that's I have it. to do. That's all it's done. It. <laughs> it. It's. I need to get home. It's. It's Friday night. But that's what I'm saying. Like it just felt like super lazy when it comes to that. But rushed in. Um, otherwise, and, the movie was entertaining. It was fun. The fight scenes were epic. Um, I was happy with the conclusion. I do like the world expansion mm-hmm. that they they that they explored in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I do see that it does feel like it's going to lead into something else. Um, even though um, Ryan Rain Johnson said that uh, he has an after credit scene, but he did not put it in the movie. I was looking for one too. Yes, that's funny. He, he did shoot one, but he right. didn't put it in the movie. I he probably has his own reasons for it, but that's what I know. Okay. Yeah. So. It was like it. It literally was. It was just entertaining movie. It's you got Godzilla versus Kong, something one of those most epic mm-hmm. monster fight uh, characters in cinema history to go at each other. Because the last time they went back at each other was like mid eighties, 
and to do this again and to to on a grander scale with 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 the technology we have now the yeah. cgi to do that it was beautiful it, well, was, it was it was done it very was, well like i said it was it was a beautiful shot movie um i can't wait to watch it again on um and then look on, uh, on like a my on a bigger tv yeah yes but watch it and enjoy it and watch it again that's what i'm gonna do. i'm gonna watch one more oh, yeah. time no it's gonna be fun yeah, so i'm gonna have the music blasting <laughs> and all the roars i'm gonna i'm gonna put like a kong outfit or a godzilla outfit while watching eating popcorn yeah, yeah, whatever you're into, buddy. Yes. You're good. <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, let's, let's get, get to, to the Nicky's. Nicky's. Um, right, I give this. Ooh, all right. Mm, all right, so think, I give it. Yeah, tricky, right? Yeah, it is. It is. This is because it, it, it is a good movie. It's a good movie, not a great movie. Not a great movie. Um, You really can't nitpick it too much. Because you know, um, but then he, again, too, still, I give it three and a half Nikki's. Damn it, you beat me to it. That's what I was gonna be at three and a half Nikki's. Three Nikki's would be okay, which kind of felt like three Nikki's would be a disrespect to it. Four Nikki's was like, all right, I felt like it it's not, it's not there. like there. So three and a half is a perfect balance, balance. to it. Yes, so three I, and a half Nikki's. Damn, we agree on two. Usually on opposite <laughs> sides are close enough, but that was on point. All right, guys, thank you so much. For listening to the latest episodes of Nerds in the City, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nerds in the City, or you can email us at Nerds in City Podcast at gmail.com. Please let us know what you think, thoughts, concerns, questions, or anything we could do to improve your listening pleasures. As always, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. See you next week, everyone. Peace. Later.